You know what? Chicago's just another synonym for it's murder. <laughs> <laughs> was was that a Ja Rule murder? It's murder. <laughs> Oh man, someone's been doing some work in the back. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I love that one, dude. That was so funny. Wow, bringing back the that's a little callback action. All right. To the oh, murder. Yeah, murder. <laughs> <laughs> man, Ja Rule had to basically disappear from the limelight um because of the uh fri- fire festival. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> dude, I I was like starting to look into it because like some things came up about Ja Rule. Dude, he gets a lot of shit about like not really being a gangster. He was actually just like a regular guy who was good at rap. Yeah, I think he was like a suburban dude, wasn't he? Yeah, but dude, so was fucking Tupac. Dude, he went to like uh, Juilliard or some shit. Yeah, Tupac was a rich kid. <laughs> That's what people don't realize. A, not only a rich kid, dude, he was some freaking like artsy fairy, like Oh, fairy, yes! That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's really You I know what I mean one. though? Thank he you. was like like he went to like uh he was like in the plays and shit. He literally like but that was an act. He just became the act he was doing. No, there's a lot of um suggestive evidence out there that indicates Tupac maybe even part of the three letter agencies yes yes considering his the connections of his family and how you know his his stepfather even did a serviceable amount of time in jail I mean he comes from weird background Oh, because it's like now they come up with you know they, it comes in the news again oh we gotta we're gonna do a search for it we might have found something <laughs> that's right man yeah why don't you go ask the CIA when that's you're done what? with that one, ask him about uh, Kennedy. <laughs> Dude, that's why, I mean, they either took out Tupac or they took him out. Like, you know, they took the asset out of the scene and they removed oh, yeah, him. They, <laughs> they took him out of service. Yeah, that's and so he's happened. retired, living out his days in Cuba, as has been alleged by many uh, hip hopsters. I don't know if he's still alive, man. These guys weren't exactly, you know, this Joe is- Rogan <laughs> doing alpha brain and working out every day. You know, they were more like the... The cocaine forties and bitches. I don't know, man. Sometimes maybe that was the act. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like maybe we're dealing with um, the Mandalorian. No, I always say the Mandalorian. The uh, what's the guy from uh, Iron Man the Three? Mandarin. The Mandarin, right? We maybe Tupac, Biggie. Who knows if any of these people are actually real? I mean, look at even uh, Ice Cube. He went out there claiming he was going to do this whole podcast run where he's going to expose all this stuff going on with the elite. All he did was complain that he's not getting uh, good commercials during his big three <laughs> tournament on CBS. That's all he complained about. Oh, is that suicidal? And I, I, you know, Ice Cube uh, has had a pretty good life. There's a lot of me thinking, you know, how is it that Ice Cube and Dr. Dre and these guys did so well in the industry and dominated for so many years? Uh, and maybe the people who didn't play ball, they got knocked off. I believe that. Right? Easy uh, E maybe didn't want to be it easy. Yeah, maybe he didn't want to be a part of the Illuminati clan and so he said, No, I'm gonna do my own thing and keep it real and they uh they gave him AIDS. There you go. They sent him to see Dr. Fauci for a headache and he was never the same. <laughs> <laughs> he actually didn't even have AIDS. They just gave him the medicine Dr. Fauci was giving AIDS patients. <laughs> That's what killed him. That's right, man. Dude, like, AIDS is no different than COVID. The cure was more deadly than the virus. Like, literally, what killed more people than anything with COVID was the respirator. Yes. No, it's... And, well, now, I mean, take a look what's happening with these vaccines. We have a lot of athletes dropping uh, by the minute, and, you know, sicknesses, excess mortality rates. You know, maybe Fauci just, you know, part two electric boogaloo with the uh, vaccine killing more people than the virus. That's like his gig. Just shows you, man. They only get better with age. Yeah, I know. So much better this time around. He refined the touch, you know? Like, he he was able to do it in such a smooth way that they let him throw out the first pitch at the Washington Nationals (laughs) game. That's how good he did it the second time. The first time around, there were, like, picket lines, and he was being protested, you know, by the gay community in the 80s, which everybody wants to conveniently forget about. And they didn't even have smartphones. 
There was no pictures on social media. <laughs> right. How did they do it without memes? I can't even fathom that. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make sense, Wait, man. They didn't even have Ron Perlman's crooked teeth on there talking about. <laughs> Say gay. Say gay. <laughs> guy. Where's he been? He's been been gone, man. No, he remember he uh he like mafioso threatened that uh Igor guy from Disney. That's right, man. Yeah. Dude, I've been um catching up on Michael Rapaport. You know he has a podcast and he he's been doing a lot of podcasting and he's like touring. Of course he does. He was here in Denver doing some stand up recently. I, I didn't catch it, unfortunately. I wouldn't mind seeing you know, seeing what he's all about. I I make fun of the guy, I might as well see his gig, right? So uh but he he's been um Michael Rapaport, interestingly, has been kind of doing this charade where he's kind of making fun of people who he was like two years ago. It's really weird. Like he he's kind of like trying to turn the tables or uh, flip the script, and you know, because yeah, he knows he was wrong. Yeah. So he it's yeah. I, I implore everyone to check out some Michael Rapaport these days. He he's. He's trying to seem or act like he's been the cool, level-headed one all these years, and everyone else has gone nuts, and everyone's on left or right. We all got to be in the middle. Like, I'm pretty sure Michael Rapaport was the insane nut job who pulled over in his car to scream in celebration the day Donald Trump was uh, arraigned or whatever two weeks ago. He just videotaped himself screaming in the park. I know, and you can't tell me that you're right in the middle when you're like, Oh, no, Donald Trump is probably the biggest criminal we've ever seen, and Joe <laughs> Biden did nothing wrong. Well, I have this feeling we're about to see, especially heading into this election here, a big push of people claiming to be in the middle. Because I think it's going to get real ugly here pretty soon, and nobody's going to want to claim a side. You know what I'm saying? Like the right, yeah, not yeah. not very pretty. The left with Hunter, and just neither side has really good stuff to run on heading into this I mean, election. I, I mean, literally yesterday was it yesterday or this morning? The the guy uh, Hunter Biden's business partner testifies in Congress. Yes, right. That's right. And within 24 hours, Trump gets indicted again. He, like, dude, okay, <laughs> come on, guys. I was clipping. For this show, and I clicked on um, a link I had sent myself earlier in the day, and immediately in a big red banner over the clip as I'm watching it says, Trump indicted again for (laughs) something, something in Georgia or something. (laughs) I can't keep up. For for trying to overturn the election. Oh, man. So that just broke. What what loser (laughs) of a presidential election hasn't tried to overturn it? Come on. I mean, did we forget the hanging chads and oh, Al Gore in 2020? I mean, people still claim Al Gore won that election, and I'll be honest, I'm one of them. I think Al Gore I, won that I, I election. Think he did too. Yeah, <laughs> to, good call. to be totally uh, fair here, you know? Hillary is still claiming she won. Right, which I do I not mean, believe she has ever had a chance at winning any election. She still calls him the illegitimate president. <laughs> wow. All right. Did you see what Trump said about crooked? crooked give me, Hillary? give me the lowdown on crooked Hillary. I like how Frank, you could just say so crooked. By the way, funny. I listened to a clip of him recently where he's talking about DeSanctimonious, and he calls him DeSanctus. <laughs> so I really funny. like, I like DeSanctus. I'm and then a big he corrected fan. himself, and he's like DeSanctus, DeSanctimonious, but never <laughs> DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Dude. No, dude, so one of these uh, interviewers, they were like, uh, you know, you used Crooked Hillary. That was a great nickname. And he's like, yeah, that's a great nickname. The guy goes, uh, don't you think you kind of wasted it, though? Because it would have been better for Joe Biden. And, and, you know, it's still Hillary. It's, you know, and Trump goes, no, 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 we do not call Hillary. We took it away from Hillary. That's in the past. <laughs> now it's beautiful Hillary. <laughs> After she lost, it became beautiful. That's why we didn't go after her. Now it's beautiful Hillary. Wow. You know? It was so fucking funny, dude. The way he just fucking... I'm, no, you're crooked, 
Oh, now you lost the election. Yeah, you're just a beautiful grandma. Go on your way. That's how it used to be, man. I mean, have you watched some of his rallies recently? The, the some to me they're a little boring. He's really long winded and he's just rambling. But there's some gems in the rambles, you know. And oh, I can't, I can't watch either one of them, dude. I can't. You, you I can, know. You can tell he's an old man rambling now. Yeah, like, yeah. He doesn't have the same dude, fire from 2016. I mean. That's seven years ago, dude. That's a lo- That's a long time for a seventy-year-old man. You know, it really is. And um, also that's long for anybody in that seven. Also, after the four years where he served, it's been three years of just legal bombardment and assault from all sides of the media and the political spectrum. Yeah, it's pretty exhausting, no, dude. dude. But I heard the worst statistic ever. Uh, this was just from a doctor. They were talking about how uh, you had Mitch McConnell, uh, That's right. Feinstein, and uh, who was the other one that's 80 years old that had something happen? Oh, um, well, we have Joe Biden every day exhibits some <laughs> sort of geriatric, dementia-laden, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what it was. So you had three, three people all over the age of 80 that have recently had an incident. That's what it was. They were talking about Joe Biden going up the short stairs because he can't go up the big ones anymore. He's had some alone. recent gaffes. We avoid it because I just don't believe in make making fun of elders with dementia. I think that's cruel. But, you know, he he's like, on the daily, man, there's stuff out there where he's not completing sentences correctly. He's forgetting names. He's forgetting where he is. He's walking in circles, walking in the wrong direction. I mean, this, he's a mess, dude. This doctor was saying, uh, if you go into any nursing home, it's just facts. Uh, you you take three those three those three elderly individuals, That's eighty right. years. They're eighty years old. You look at their conditions. Within six mo- within twelve months, one of them will be dead. That's just statistic. Wow. And those are three people that are running our country. And that's yeah. That's a guaranteed one will die. It's like almost guaranteed if you're in Vegas, you better fucking put your money on it. And you even still have a good odds <laughs> that two out of those three will be dead in a year. In a year, man. Like, come on. They look yeah. dead already. And I'm still not totally convinced that there's one Joe Biden in the room. I have a strong feeling we're dealing with a few different actors wearing some masks or makeup or something. He's never looking the same in any given scenario. And sometimes he's just like the most bumbling old. Yes. He's like falling asleep. Yes, man. I think that's the real Joe. That's real Joe. Yeah, you're right. There's another like angry kind of deeper <laughs> voice Joe that they bring out when he's like talking about going to war more, spending more money. Oh, or of course how he's-, he's angry. I'm not the guy you think I am. I did not rape my daughter. <laughs> oh, I'm playing that guy. I'm playing that guy. Got that. Sorry. Yeah, I am that guy. <laughs> I shower with my daughter. Well, if you thought it couldn't get any worse with this administration, man, I have to say, I saw an item today that boiled my blood, and I could not let it go. I still, I don't know if I can do the rest of this show because I'm going to (laughs) explode over this. I had no idea this was going on. I don't think any of us out there were fully aware, or I think they purposely kept this on the down low. Joe Biden and this administration will stop at nothing to just ruin our lives and restrict our just freedoms and abilities to just have choice of anything. And so here we go. This is the newest gem from the Biden administration. You're welcome, America. Starting today, a federal ban on incandescent lights goes into effect. That means you'll only be able to buy LED or fluorescent light bulbs in stores from now on. As part of the Energy Efficiency and Climate Plan, the regulations passed last year prohibit stores from selling incandescent light bulbs. Manufacturers are now required to sell only energy-efficient LED light bulbs. They last up to 50 times longer than incandescent lights. The department says the move will save about $3 billion a year. That's right. Uh, I like this one. Nah, I'm pissed off. I don't like bans. I'm over bans. We banned plastic straws. That did nothing. We're always banning everything. No more bans. Yeah, but I think that, I mean, they were on the way out anyways. Yeah, I know. I Honestly, I, and when I was doing the clip, I like took a peek at my lamp here at the desk. 
and uh, the LED lights. Yeah, they they last forever. They're fantastic, man. I mean, I'm not going to say that I... I just don't like the idea of not having the option. I don't like this world we're living in where every time I turn on the news, something else is freaking banned from my life. Like, I can't go find it. Yeah, but most companies stopped making them anyways because they were just, you know... Even cars now, they're going LED. I know. Well, I took a look uh, online, and you could still... There's companies that sell them online. You can order them. There's, like, Edison lights. They're very old-fashioned style light bulbs. I think they're pretty cool. I might purchase a few just to, uh, you know, uh, mm. enrage myself further when I think about how the Biden administration <laughs> so, just had to ban another thing, dude. They're just constantly coming into the home and banning shit from us, and I can't. It's in fear. It's boiling my blood every time I read the news, no matter what it is. And you know what pisses me off more on all of this? The one thing I was happy about with this administration, ending daylight savings time, never happened. It never happened, man. I know. And then I thought your infrastructure w- was bill was good until you Camilla Harris came, gave a hundred million dollars, and then they shut down every main artery going in and out of Chicago. Well, Mike. Oh God. Come on now. We're talking about the camel. She's got important things to talk about, <laughs> right? She's very busy with very crucial pressing topics and matters. You know, like <laughs> Isn't she? What's she in charge of, by the way? What was Kamala's number one job? I can't remember. At first, it was the uh, that uh, spacecraft we took six months to fly out of the orbit here. Oh yeah. And then, did you see that shit? NASA lost the Voyager. So I didn't really find any good clips on this one. Enlighten uh, us all, please. On oh the, my god, we're so. What happened to this Voyager? I did read about it, but I'd like to hear it from uh, from your just for proof that we are living through idiocracy. <laughs> yes. Dude. Like what was that? Forty years ago, fifty years ago, they they were able to launch these satellites. Yeah, Nineteen seventy-seven. The solar system. I mean, they would take the best pictures we've ever seen. They even took that famous picture of us, where you could see Saturn's rings and we're the speck. The you know, pale. It's, like, it's the pale blue dot. If you want to just start uh, crying like a child, read Carl Sagan discussing the pale blue dot. Give you a little like perspective. It was one of those, yeah, it's one of the most basic things we did. It was fifty years ago. That it's some fucking two thousand and twenty-three. I'm assuming diversity hire probably doesn't <laughs> even know if he's a man or a woman. Fucking goes to like run some signal test. Yes, man. They turned the satellite on this thing, and now they lost. They lost communications. They it, it, they made a mistake. It went the wrong way. Now that we can't talk to it. So now they're just hoping that next month it will do some, like, auto-reset, or in October, it'll do some auto-reset to face Earth, and then we can start talking to it again. I read... You fucking idiots. (laughs) I read this morning that um, uh, all fears, uh, you know, can uh, quiet down now, uh, that they did receive a signal from Voyager 2, actually. And they were able... They were able to reposition or redo something. So they say. I think they're just saving okay. face. I, I presume. Yeah, I mean, dude. Because that was the thing. They were able to receive. It was like sending. Still you got to hit that thing. You know what I mean? Like You're saying it, we could still get the info, but we couldn't tell it what to do really anymore. I thought we couldn't really do anything with it anymore. It was like on its own journey. It's in interstellar space, I believe, at this point. <laughs> And that was the best part. They were like, well, don't worry. This thing that we just fucked up that was built 50 years ago is so advanced. It's going to maintain. It's going to it's going to maintain the course and we're stay idiots. on mission. Like, dude, how are they so much better than us? This is why there's no way these futuristic sci fi flicks about us sending people to, like, save humanity by going somewhere. It would never work. We would just screw it up on some retarded level. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's I, there's no hope for humanity to no, no, leave the, Earth and survive, dude. We, somebody on the ground no. at Earth or somebody in that ship would screw something up, and it would all go to crap. I'm starting to think the uh, human evolution, the Homo sapiens, was actually more like a bell curve. <laughs> We're like... So, like, we keep finding these, like, sticks and stone tools and shit. Like, that was, yeah, us when we were really dumb. But then we built the pyramids with, like, gravity-defying fucking spacecrafts and shit. Oh, yeah. And right now we're on the down curve. Yes, I think you're right. We're just, we're just heading right back to fucking <laughs> sticks and stones, dude.
Yeah, this man. This is ridiculous. We're so retarded. I, it's one of the funniest little news items to uh, kind of be swept under but, the rug. But me and you, Ray, we're not like, I wouldn't say we're like NASA... Caliber? You know, I, no, just not even like, we don't sit there and read NASA every day. But I, you know, I tune in. I read, I'll read some Scientific American... Uh, you know, articles once in a while. I like to see what's going on in the space program once in a while. It's like, when was the last time you read an article that actually gave you hope? <laughs> it's been a while, especially since it <laughs> took us a year to blast Artemis off the ground. We had to wait for a hurricane, then Kamala had to do the photo op, and then, you know, there's a fuel cell missing. Like, everything went wrong with this thing just to fly it around the Earth for a little bit. Like, we, we can't do anything right anymore. That's what I'm saying, dude. The past 10 years have just been like, we pretty much ended our space. We're, we're now dependent on private companies like SpaceX to transport our astronauts to a space sh uh, station that's about to be over. Yeah, I think Russia's bailing on it. They're going to go join China and their space station, and uh, we're going to be all alone floating in that tin can. And uh, uh, You know they're going to have the better food. Oh, yeah, man. Dumplings and bao buns and, you I feel know. like Chinese food is, like, better for putting in a can. Maybe. I don't know, dude. Chinese food, maybe a little you greasy. Had, you ever had a hamburger come out of a fucking MRE? <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> come on, dude. I don't know. I mean. Like, the best Chinese food looks like it came out of an MRE. All right, yeah, I'll give that to you. Yeah, it's usually rice and some crappy noodle. So Shit mixed together, some sauce. <laughs> you know, throw some protein in there. I don't know. They know how to do it with the spices. The motherfuckers don't have anything. They'll fucking make rat taste good. I imagine the Chinese uh, International Space Station has an entire section of Uyghurs cooking for the entire crew. <laughs> yeah, but, Did I say that right? They have to sleep right? outside. <laughs> they have to sleep outside. That's right. In the open top, with the full sun <laughs> blasting on them. They go out there just set up uh, fucking cots. <laughs> <laughs> Strapping them to the fucking station. <laughs> well, if we don't watch ourselves, eventually our International Space Station will be where they, uh, the Chinese house their Uyghurs, right? And they'll just keep the Uyghurs <laughs> in our ISS. And kinda just... Actually, we should, we should start sending our microts there. Oh, good call, dude. <laughs> you know why? Because we can't send them to New York City. <laughs> Because we have no more room in the city. Yes! <laughs> Somebody was doing some serious work on the back end. Oh my god, man. Yes! That's one of my favorite. Ones. There's no more room, no vacancy. It's New York City. Guys, there's We just... have no more room in the city. <laughs> in the whole city. All of New York City. No room. The place where. Not our... one room. Hundreds, maybe thousands of businesses have vacated entire <laughs> neighborhoods and buildings, entire skyscrapers, totally emptied. <clears throat> was, excuse me, what's that? Yeah, yeah, it is called the Big Apple. No, we have no more room. <laughs> <laughs> no room in the Big Apple, not one. Not one available room. <laughs> oh, Mike, you're on fire with, with the ISOs. I love it, dude. This is good stuff, man. Uh, well, speaking of the migrants in New York, uh, there was a deep dive conversation with future President Kamala Harris, your favorite, Mike the Camel, and she. Hey, Frank, for real though, that is what they're gearing up for. If they do, if they really yes. run them again, yes, it's going to be Kamala Harris the second term. If you vote for Joe Biden in twenty twenty four, you are voting for Kamala Harris. Just make that clear in your own mind and know what you're yes. getting into. Just understand yeah, 100%, that. 100%. 100%. You're voting for a human being who is completely unqualified for the position of president of the United States. And to be fair, if you vote for Trump, you're voting for... I think they're going to take him out. <laughs> yeah, I think the CIA would take him out. I also uh, follow another podcast where they've been for a while now saying that RFK is a CIA asset and he's being played to take Trump's voters away and kind of, uh, you know... Do some sort of hokey pokey dance there. Well, Frank, when your dad and your uncle have been executed by the CIA, you're, you you kind of have to do what they say. You probably work for them, right? <laughs> no, no, you, you got no choice. You're doing what they say. Like the barrel of the gun is pointed at you at all times. Am I correct? If you're if you're no, 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 a Kennedy, the junior stands for plays ball. <laughs>
Yes, man. There's a reason he's still alive, and there's a reason why he's saying all the right things and allowed to say them. It's a weird kind of get up here where he's able to talk about the vaccine issues and the CIA being so corrupt and assassinating his father and his uncle. <laughs> like you would think that the you know the CIA wouldn't be okay with that, but oh, apparently it's all honky dory. So I can only assume he's part of the crew. Uh, it's probably a good angle, no doubt, but. Either way, heading into 2024, I'm not sure what role Kennedy plays, but I do know for a fact that if they do go full on with Joe Biden, you're voting for Kamala Harris. They're gearing her up for it, and she's trying her best, okay? I got to give it to her. Like, she's clearly being coached, and she's really... She's giving it that college try, man. You know, she's trying you know to sign like she, president. You uh, hired, apparently, is uh, Gavin Newsom's people. So Gavin Newsom, I guess, is not running at all. And, you know, she kind of hired his, uh, his Dude, crew. is there anybody sleazier than Gavin Newsom? I, dude, if, if you're trying to look more human and you had to get Gavin Newsom's people, <laughs> you, got, you got problems, dude. He's... He's like the most obvious alien in a human suit that I've ever seen. Oh, oh yeah, that's like that last scene in Men in Black when they're like Dennis Rodman, not a great disguise. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's an obvious alien, dude. So, Campbell, you, you just don't you don't even know like human mannerisms. Dude, not yeah, in the hair, the slick back hair, the every the his smile like you literally a- styled yourself on Christian Bale's <laughs> creepiest role yes american psycho you look just like the american psycho it's insane he's embracing american psycho it's so out there he he's just the sleaziest looking used car salesman jabroni i've ever laid eyes on like i can't believe anybody thought he could run for president um oh the california the fourth largest economy in the world they love him that's crazy well uh the camel and speaking of which, the camel did a, a funny photo op with Gavin Newsom about a year ago where he's, like, pointing at her, and it's they look like total con artists. It's just absolutely incredible, and they're running Kamala around to make her be the future president because the three guys they have playing Joe Biden just aren't cutting it anymore for the people. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's, nobody's buying the baloney here. So the camel is out there, and my favorite part about Kamala is – Back in 2016, when was it 2016? No, 2020. 2020. When she did the uh, I was that girl, that was 2016. Uh, when Kamala said I was no, that, that was 2019 or 2018, something like that. It was the primaries for the 2020, yeah, whatever it was. Remember, uh, she was battling Joe Biden. Yeah. And, yeah, that was like 2019 during yes, the primaries. during the primaries, the, and, and yeah. Kamala was that girl being bussed, yeah. right? Okay, so the big deal with the bussing. And my favorite clip uh, with Kamala for a long time here is, this is Kamala dancing around the bussing topic, and also the topic du jour for Democrats, which is uh, accusing the Republicans of being just absolutely inhumane in their handling of the migrant situation. So uh, here, here's the camel giving the lowdown. Busloads of migrants have been dropped off right at your doorstep, GOP-led states. Despite those tactics, you do have Republicans who are largely making inroads with Latino voters. And there are many critics, some within your own party, who say uh, that there's more that, that your administration should be doing on the migration front. Do they have a point? So, first of all, let's agree that people should not be the pawns in a political game. I was that girl, Kamala. I was that girl. I was that girl. Human beings should not be treated as... I was that political pawn, Kamala. I was that political pawn. Pawns in a political game. What is happening in terms of sending these migrants, most of whom have fleed great harm, and sending them across the country for the sake of some political showmanship? It's just irresponsible. I thought they were sending them to sanctuary cities. Yeah, that's where we... Oh, I'm sorry, but I forgot. We have no more room in the city. (laughs) That's what I forgot. Okay, that's right. (laughs) 
<laughs> Get your facts straight, bro. Come on, man. It's New York City. They got no vacancy, man. New York is closed. Deal <laughs> with the problem. Then do it if you are a leader by participating in the solution. And one very clear solution, very significant solution, has been in front of us for years now. We need to pass immigration reform. You know, there was a time where George... Yeah, you guys are in charge of everything. I know. You pass it. Pass it. <laughs> Who are you waiting for to pass it? The, the, Greg Abbott and the Republicans are literally putting floating balls of barbed wire onto a river, right? <laughs> They're begging you to pass it. Pass it. What the fuck are you talking about, bitch? Pass it. I mean, have you not even heard your own mayor of New York City? We have no more room in the city. <laughs> you need to do something. Other, you know why? Otherwise, it's just... It's murder. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Folks, look out. Michael can make an entire argument with his touchpad. All right. We, we got problems oh, here. Oh, I need his Eric Adams and Ja Rule. I could do, <laughs> do a whole hour. This is ridiculous, man. I, it's She's sitting there. Essentially, what is she doing? She's blaming Trump. So she's, well, we, <laughs> we can't. We'd love to get this stuff passed, but, you know, Trump, man, he, he was president for all those years. <laughs> he did have a four-year political career. What's that? Uh, Biden had 40? Uh, she, she just said nonsense. Absolute, complete nonsense. There's no answer. The answer is, well, we need to do things that would be politically unpopular with our voting base based on our polling, and so we're not going to do it. And all it is really is sending funding and resources to the border, which is all Abbott and company are asking for. You send those resources, send the money, sign the bills, and then we can stop the flow of immigrants at the border. But you don't want that to happen because you believe in a weird way that these people are going to be your voters. No, that, that's the problem. They don't want to stop it. What legislation? You're talking, you just said it. You want to do refor the reform. Reform to what? Right. To, cl to close the border? Because that's the only thing that's going to stop this. Now we want to reform to open it more wide, right? See, wider. Yeah, we, no, no, <laughs> they should just become a citizen as they walk in. We ask them, would you vote for Trump or Biden? If they say Biden, we'd let them in. That's and they're right. a citizen. You get your uh, diploma, your social security card, your driver's <laughs> license right there at the border. Did you see what Chicago just did? I did not, man. They changed the laws, and so now these immigrants, this, I mean, they're already sleeping at the police stations. They're going to start right. making them cops. Oh. Not, not even a joke. I did see that article, actually, and what's so crazy about that is, is the black community of the south side of Chicago, and I, I, I failed to get a clip from it, uh, but they have, um, they're now at a point, like a breaking point or a boiling point, if I steal a word from the climate activists out there. Oh, oh yeah. But they're boiling. The Southside community and the black community uh, are very upset about all these migrants being essentially piled into schools that were closed down in these communities. <laughs> and now are just being used to house migrants who are now they they go in and sleep and then they go out and they just rob cars and homes. That's what they're doing in these in these already poor crime infested communities. We're just in, filling them with criminals. Well, yeah, Frank, because when the uh, rich white liberals said they were a sanctuary city, they meant it's a sanctuary city, not in my neighborhood. Yes. You know, you know, in that neighborhood, you could go to the South Side, do whatever you want. Yeah, we're gonna. Oh no, dude! If I was a South Sider, I'd be fucking. I'd be looting too. That is insane. It's insane how much money they're spending on the migrants. I I support then, this community in Chicago, the South Side community and the Black community there. In in so far as they have been completely screwed by their government, they uh, did nothing to um, help with the policing of the. Uh, neighborhood so all the major grocery stores and uh clothing chains moved out and now in these abandoned buildings and abandoned schools where no funding was available well we have plenty of funding uh, to house these migrants that's insulting yeah, to be fair though to be fair though 
go to town, go to the city hall. Not a white guy in an office. <laughs> it's literally well, there's yes. like four white aldermen. I, I'm not even joking, dude. dude it is I understand. All Latinos it's a, and blacks. It's a for us running bias. the city. Yes. Right and like you guys, this is what you voted for. You kept vo- you voted for this. You voted for Lori Lightfoot because she was a black lesbian. <laughs> That's but right. You get what you voted for. You didn't like the white guy because he had he had a uh, you know and he had an idea that you didn't agree with about solving the crime rate and everything. Well, here you go. And if you want an idea of what Lori Lightfoot's reign of terror in Chicago was all about, there's this fantastic video online. It's Lori doing a tribal drumbeat dance with a whole group of fellas <laughs> in the street, and she's just staring into the camera with these cold, dead, sunken, black eyes, man, and they're just scorching through the camera, staring you down, and she is doing this hard, intense, tribal beat African dance, man, and that that, that was the reign of Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. Yeah, that really was. And it's not any better with Johnson. And what do I mean by that? I'm from Chicago. What is Chicago to me? It's a melting pot. It symbolized America. It was the middle of the country. It was the place where immigrants and people of all shapes, sizes, and colors came to be together and work as a community and thrive, man. That's what Chicago was all about. It wasn't about one color over the other, man. But Lori Lightfoot was all about one color over the other or one gender over the other. In fact, Lori Lightfoot was so into that, she barred white people from entering the room to ask her questions, man. That actually happened, by the way. That's how racist and insane this woman was. She wouldn't allow white people to ask her questions. Think about that. I said said it before. uh, Detroit was our reparations, and we're also giving them Chicago. There you go. Enjoy it, folks. You can have it. You You guys just destroyed it. You ruined one of the greatest cities in the world. I got to say that right now. But either way, uh, let's let's just finish this delicious little Kamala n- nougat here. Uh, she, she, she's very upset. She's very passionate, and she's saying a lot of nonsense. John McCain, others who, you, pe- people who differed on many other issues agreed. Let's be sensible and solution-oriented on this issue. And I think it's a tragedy that we are instead witnessing gamesmanship and again these are human beings and we should be responsible if we call ourselves leaders wow yeah she's so right so compassionate you, you, you know what the way you're saying it uh camel camel i don't think you realize you're the only person that was surprised by the fact that they are human beings <laughs> <laughs> no these are real human beings i, I I didn't believe it either this morning when I heard it. Trust me, these are human beings. Remember. <laughs> yeah, we know. I don't think you realize it. Yeah, man. Uh, she is a uh, big-time phony, and uh, every once in a while I like to just you know, get a glimpse into the world of Kamala. This lady doesn't live in reality. She's high off her rocker. She's clearly the one who dropped that bag of cocaine in the White House. I mean, everybody knows how, it, how right? How did you... Achieve the second highest position in the land. That's incredible. And then they were you. And then I got to sit there and listen to all these bitches talk about glass ceilings <laughs> and this and that for women. Oh man! This. Do you know how hard? Oh, like love him or hate him. Do you know how hard Mike Pence had to work to <laughs> become a vice president? Whole life he had to stay squeaky clean. The guy couldn't even fart in the wrong room. You know what <laughs> I mean? He couldn't go out to for dinner fucking, with women. Uh, for 50 years, just so that he could have the shot, and he made it. You know what I mean? Like, that was a one-in-a-million one shot. You know, my she, just happened, she just happened to be the only black bitch whose name Joe Biden could remember. <laughs> you know oh, what man. I mean? <laughs> Kamala is the best representation of the Biden administration because the Biden administration represents Box checking culture. That's what this administration's all about. And what is Kamala? Well, she checks the boxes. And what are those boxes? Black woman. And I'm not being rude or insensitive or racist or sexist because 
Joe Biden, before he picked his VP to run, literally said, well, I'm going to pick a black woman. And you know what? That's why you can't even say anything. Oh, that's a really bad speech. Well, he didn't pick her because she was great at speech. He picked no. her because she was a black woman. And I don't know if you looked at that. That was a black woman if I've ever seen one. So, yeah, well, dude, there were two boxes that job. needed to be checked. It was black and woman. And that was it. <laughs> there was nothing about experience, you know, education. And to be fair, to, to be fair, he is a Democrat. So it didn't even have to be a woman with a vagina. Oh, that's right. Well, and that's why they got their defense secretary of health. Uh, <laughs> the scientist from Independence Day. The scientist yeah, from yeah. Independence Day. It's just Whatever look, his name is. Look at the Richard clown. Reed. Dude, the freaking bozo circus that has been the revolving door of this administration, man. Like, the dudes in the dresses and lipstick and the, the ladies who are who are now dudes. And, and just it, it's just such a goofball scene in the in the biden where uh administration it is just checkbox culture kamala is the queen of the check uh checking of the boxes and look at it man just listen to what we uh heard there she she has no idea what she's talking about the the bottom line with the border is we're three years into your administration folks this is your border all right take ownership or walk away it's the bottom line with this situation. Like, no, we're going to keep pawning yeah. it off on Trump or we're going to blame somebody else or we're going to blame some fictitious situation in Congress where they're not going to pass anything. Like, it's all bullshit. It's incredible. And, and you know what? I'd be less insulted if I just had a more experienced bullshitting, bullshit or bullshitting me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, what's that? What's that movie? I forgot what that movie is. Where the guy takes over command and the guy who's leaving, he talks about how, like, I forgot what the story goes, man, but it's like, it's about two letters. Oh, yeah, and then uh, you, he's you like, blame he's like, the you guy. Write, he's like, he's like <laughs> when you run into trouble, open this letter. He gives him two letters, and the first one says, blame the last guy. <laughs> this must be a bad action movie, I can only imagine. Yeah, but it I remember was, the but movie. it was a great, it was yeah. a great thing, because he goes... <laughs> If you run into trouble, open these letters, and he gives them two letters. And the first one was "blame the last guy," and then the second letter was uh, "write, sit down, and write two letters." Yeah, man. And, and I, it was like, because by the time, dude, you can only blame the last guy for so long, you know. And then now you better get ready to to be kicked out. I kind of, dude, you got me on this one. I wish I knew what movie this was from. Do you know I, what I'm talking about? It's a really shitty movie. That shot, maybe not. I don't remember. I feel like it's either an, uh, uh, like, um. I'm thinking Sylvester Stallone movie for some reason, but no. I was thinking Nick Cage. Oh, it is a Nick Cage movie. I don't know why. It just has the bravado of a Nick Cage flick. But I, yeah. I don't know why I, I can't uh, put my figure out. That's so funny. And or it's a Quentin Tarantino line. <laughs> it's like it's either Tarantino or Nick Cage, but nothing in between. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it is a true story. It was the when he, when the Soviet Union fell. Oh, right on. Yeah. Or is... no, no. When Nikita Khrushchev was kicked out of the Soviet. Union. Oh yeah. All right, man. Yeah. We, you know, uh, we don't really know our history too well here uh, nah. on the dude, man. But that's all right. We keep it rolling. That's. That's how we do the Camilla uh, on the bus. Oh, it's from Traffic. Traffic. Actually, not that bad of a movie. Traffic? Steven Soderbergh, if I'm not mistaken, film? Who? Soderbergh. Let me see if this will work. Let's see. Well, you've done a fine job, General. The Office of National Drug Control Policy is in better shape than when you found it. I'm not sure I made the slightest difference. I tried. I really did. Well, I think there's some positive signs. The work's just started. I plan on seeing it through. You can count on that. You're here for two years. Three maximum. What'd they offer you? Uh, court appointment? What district? Appeals? Not supreme. Well, this is a, a tough enough job. I plan on focusing on this. You know, when Khrushchev was forced out, 
He sat down, he wrote two letters and gave them to his successor. He said, uh, when you get yourself into a situation you can't get out of, open the first letter and you'll be saved. When you get yourself into another situation you can't get out of, open the second letter. Well, soon enough, this guy found himself in a tight place, so he opened the first letter, which said, blame everything on me. So he blamed the old man. It worked like a charm. He got himself into a second situation he couldn't get out of, and he opened the second letter. It said, sit down, write two letters. It's great a great clip, scene. Dude. And dude, now I think about it. Traffic. Great fl- film, dude. Like, I, I really forgot about that one, actually. That's very underrated, huh? What's that guy's name? Michael Douglas. Douglas, man. I feel oh, like it yeah. didn't it win some Academy Awards. I don't know if it was underrated. I feel like it it, it got a little bit of awardage <laughs> action. Actually, dude, this is one of those 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad. Wow. Yeah, dude, it's a it's a good one. That, Benicio Del Toro's in it? Yeah, oh. man. Oh, my God. All-star, Holy all-star shit. All-star cast Catherine Dude. Zeta-Jones, right? Dude, you got to see Michael Douglas. Oh, my God. That, okay, anybody who doesn't believe Adrenochrome is real. <laughs> Go look at everybody in Hollywood except for Michael Douglas. And then go look at Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> They're all taking adrenochrome. They're like having kids and getting strong. Sylvester Stallone is stronger than ever. Michael Douglas looks so old. No, Michael oh Douglas. God. Michael Douglas famously uh, got. Uh, he was diagnosed with throat cancer about a decade ago, and the reason I say famously is because. He blamed the throat cancer <laughs> on eating Catherine Zeta Jones's pussy. I know. That's what that's he st- that started <laughs> the forever. That started the locker room debate. Is her pussy worth the yes, throat cancer? Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Yes, come yeah. on, dude. <laughs> All day long, yes. Oh, uh, she's so hot. What a babe! Do you remember her in Z for Zorro? Oh, and he yeah. does the scene where he's like whipping at her clothes, Ooh. and the shirt falls off, but just the hair is covering uh, the. Oh, what a! Oh, oh yeah, God, yeah, Zorro, man. <laughs> Everybody was sexy in Zorro, dude. Yeah, even I could bang everyone in that. Even uh, Anthony Hopkins looked fantastic <laughs> in that movie, dude. <laughs> I was trying to fucking think of his name, dude. He beat me into it. He had that little mustache going on. He had a little nice tan Ooh. happening. <laughs> then Antonio Banderas with the accent, dude. Uh. It, yeah, but dude, Antonio in in the late '90s, man, like Desperado and Zorro, dude. Dude, he was that guy fire. knew when to leave. Yes. Yeah, you're right on the yeah, money. Like, he, I'm not going to sit here and inject my face with plastic. And, uh, I'm going <laughs> to go play a cat and make millions of dollars. You know? He's like, what is that? Foreskin from Koreans? No. And, you know, that's it. He's out, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go buy my horse and a farm. <laughs> I played the cat. Dude, this movie, Michael Douglas, like, A Traffic, came out 2000. Wow. Michael Douglas, Benicio Del Toro, wow. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. Don Cheadle, hey! the one and only. Don Cheadle. How did the man has time? To, how does he have time to live? He's in so many movies for so many decades. <laughs> He's the vampire, dude. <laughs> Luis Guzman. I told you, Dennis Quaid. I told wow. you, these guys were in it. Yeah, man. That was a great movie, huh? Great flick. Are you are you telling me no Academy Awards on this beast? It's gotta Topher have Grace it. is in that. Oh, I told you. Yeah, remember he's the sleaze ball rich. Boyfriend who uh, gets um, what's her name uh, hooked up on the heroin and all that. That's right, the daughter Erica Christ- Christensen. I, I don't remember that actress. Yeah, man, all these chicks are so beautiful. That was a great movie. Good times, man. Yeah. And think about how diverse the cast you just listed, by the way. At a time where we didn't give a shit about the diversity of oh, cast. you're right. Yeah, some of them are black, a lot of Hispanics. Women, a Hispanic woman is starring, Zeta Jones. Like, are you kidding? Dude, what the hell, man? Where did we go so backwards with our culture where we started, like, nitpicking how many of each individual freaking race and gender is in everything, dude? Like, we used to get by just fine. We used to make movies like Traffic, where you had every color and fucking spectrum of person in it 
you know, and it was a great movie. And that was like the whole plot of the movie was you saw the different. Yes. Like, yes. You had the guy, you had the black guys from Compton. You had the, yes. the, the DEA guy who was like high up or whatever he whatever Michael Douglas was. You know what I mean? You got to see the government, the the guys on the streets. And you know, most that most of the white movie. most of the white people are the sleazebag criminals, and most of the minorities in the movie are the cops. Oh, that's so good! Yeah, dude, they won a shit ton of movies. Academy Award. Oh, I am telling you, I thought like, best actor, best picture, right? Got to be yeah, best picture that year. The, who who won best picture that year instead of Traffic? I don't know, but but uh, Del Toro won a bunch of awards for that one. Yeah, Del Toro was awesome, man. He was uh, my favorite role of his is in Sin City. He he rocks out the Sin City role. It's a weird one if you like a weird Del Toro. But I can't believe they it didn't win the. That must have been the year two thousand. Man, I can't even think. American who, Beauty. Wow, oh, Kevin Spacey. One, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> who got acquitted? By the way, did you uh, see this? You know, when Spacey's in the room. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that's what. Won. Okay, all right. I that was a good Best year picture, for 2000. good year for movies, man. Wow, you had traffic and American Beauty in the same. No, year. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, when was the last year? <laughs> you know, like you're like traffic didn't win. What would American? Oh, you know, like that never happens nowadays. Also, though, American now it's like Beauty. what movie won? The fish swimming with the dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, now nobody right. cares anymore because it's all box checking culture. So there's no real substance behind who won. It's who checked all the boxes. Right. You know, this isn't the best yeah. movie of the year because it was the movie everyone saw and it was just spectacular and just. Through and through, well written, well directed, well acted. No, no, no. Now, um, the, the, you know, they got all you know the the woman's the, directed by the woman, starring the tranny with the black lesbian. You know that that's the Dude, only way. Do you know what else came out in two thousand that uh that was up that was a runner up? <clears throat> I'm so excited for this. Gladiator. What? Yeah, you had, a, you had American Beauty, you had Traffic, you had Gladiator, dude. That's all in one year. That's 2000, is that like what, the greatest year of movies? What the hell? That's crazy. Know, dude. How is that possible? <laughs> oh, no, you got to go look at like 94, 97. You would fucking shit yourself if you saw. Well, I think ninety ninety three is the crazy one, isn't it? Or ninety four is that with like Jurassic Park? Yeah, yeah. That was a wild year, and then the year with Titanic too was that ninety eight. I feel like was a. Uh, I think that was the ninety seven. Ninety seven one where you yeah ninety four Pulp Fiction, The Lion King, The Shawshank Redemption. Oh my god, <laughs> Forrest Gump, like yeah. Dude. <laughs> 94 like could you imagine you're like no i didn't win best i was nominated but i didn't win best actor what'd you go up against well pop fiction forrest gump <laughs> chop shake reduction and the lion king dude true lies natural born killers oh my god <laughs> dumb and dumber came out that year <laughs> probably the best out of the pack in my book actually <laughs> the crow came out in 94 what a year uh, man oh i'm telling you man that's what that's so funny to think like the movies that didn't even get nominated because they came out in '94. I love the idea. They came out today. <laughs> you'd sweep it. Oh man, that's crazy! That Pulp Fiction and Forrest Gump and Jurassic Park were the same year. And the Shawshank Redemption. That blows my mind. For some reason, Shawshank Redemption to me came out like '88. Because that's the way it was filmed. I know it's so good. It's so good. How did and not, who forget, wait, who who forget the Flintstones? True lies, dude. He landed the Harrier jet. True, His daughter jumped on it, man. True lies, one of the funniest, <laughs> most kick-ass action Arnold movies. I, I, I absolutely love that flick, dude. But who no, won? Thanks. So who won that year? Then was it, was it, um, was that Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction won, right? Uh, I don't think Best Picture. Yeah, in '94. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, 94 was one of the best. Forrest Gump. Oh, that's how you know Tom <laughs> Hanks does the adrenochrome satanic rituals and eats the children alive. This guy is a sicko freak. 
And that's because he's got like he also won suffer. He won the best actor like the year before for Philadelphia or whenever they did Philadelphia. And did he he probably won best actor that year for Forrest Gump? I can only imagine. Probably. This guy's a sicko. You want to hear 97? Yes, I'm very excited. For 97, it. you got the game. You got Goodwill Hunting. Wow. You got the, you got the Devil's Advocate. All the right. The best of all, Batman and Robin. So far, a lot of Michael Douglas in 97. He was acting. You got the Fifth Element. You got Con Air. You got the Rainmaker. You got Starship Troopers. You got Face Off. <laughs> Dude, so 97's clear, so you could see the clear division here. 1994, you still had, like, artistic scripts coming through the pipeline there. And then um, 1997, they're like, what if Bruce Willis is on a futuristic spaceship and he's collecting rocks and uh, he's got an alien with him? Dante's Peak? <laughs> yes, I'm right on the Men party. in Black? <laughs> liar, liar. Dude, this is a great year. Volcano? Spawn? Man, I have to say, Volcano. Gattaca? Volcano and Dante's Peak. Epic failures. I was not a fan of either one. And I think Volcano uh, specifically was very stupid. There, oh, what about The Postman? That's probably the best movie to come out there. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Costner? I think that I was, love The Postman. It gets shit out all the time. I, I think love, it ruined it, his career, actually. Dude, Event Horizon? <laughs> I think 1997 is when Hollywood ended. That was like, uh, like I love all the movies, but I think that's when they got like, you know, we're just cycling through scripts, you know? <laughs> so, look, so looking at 1997 to 1994 uh, comparison, I realized 94 really was probably the best year. 97 was when I was 10 years old and just falling in love with movies like yes. Jungle to Jungle. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> Event well, Horizon. Fifth Element? Yeah, man. Like, come on. Fifth Element? Probably one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> Con Air? Dude, Bruce Willis was at his best. You know, Dude, Star- I, Starship Troopers and Fifth Element. Come on. I personally think Con Air, one of the greatest action films of the 90s, and maybe top three, if not the best, Nick Cage f- flick. Like, come on. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Do you get better than Con Air when it comes to just over-the-top, absurd Super ridiculous action bonanza. I mean that that's it right there. And you, a lot of lot of famous people in Con Air. Oh, I mean, so much, so many. So I mean, that's uh, you know, when it comes to Con Air, to me, that's like the apex of action '90s flicks. And would you say Face Off was the same year? Nick Cage was on an absolute roll in 1997. <laughs> I think he came out like two or three, maybe four movies that year. Just fantastic, over-the-top, ridiculous uh, action movies. And then then he kind of faded, right? It could be yeah. Right. yeah. Either way. Well, that was an incredible rundown on the Sorry, 90s. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to go on a, such a tangent. Ah, it's all right. I'm actually uh, pretty impressed, to be honest. Uh, where are we at here? Because we we're doing <clears throat> movies. And uh, let me see. I'll squeeze it in. I'll squeeze it in. Uh, in honor of movies and, and 80s movies, something we grew up with, Mike, uh, we rarely do this because, you know, I don't think it's much of a downer uh, more so as I'd like to celebrate the guy because I grew up with it and you did too and I was a huge fan as a kid and as an adult, I became almost a bigger fan of the man. Uh, we lost a great one, Pee Wee Herman, uh, Paul Rubens. <clears throat> Gone and passed Dude, away. I know. Uh, I, I always blame all the celebrity stuff on the vaccines. The dude been, had been fighting cancer apparently for like six years or something. So I'm not going to go conspiracy with it. I just, uh, I lo- I grew up with Pee Wee. And so uh, I'm going to play a clip about him and his passing only because I knew they would do it. And they had to because the media just loves always adding one little thing to the story of Paul Rubens. Funny tonight, remembering actor Paul Rubens, who created the... Yeah, that's right, and I gave you the most handsome guy on television. <laughs> of course I did. Out of respect. Man, you gotta be Dave, and he's gonna be talking about jerking off in movie theaters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all hard, I can't wait. ...character Pee Wee Herman. Here's Kenny Whitworth. Paul Rubens was a comedic icon. With his tight gray suit, signature bow tie, and that laugh. <laughs> 
His famous Pee Wee Herman character becoming a cultural phenomenon, winning over millions of fans. From Pee Wee's Playhouse, a television staple in the 1980s. Anybody says a secret word, scream me aloud! <laughs> to Pee Wee's big adventure on the silver screen in 1985. I know you are, what am I? Directed by Tim Burton, by the way. Kind of weird. You are the what am I? His TV show earning 22 Emmys. But Ruben's career suffering a setback in 1991 when he was arrested for indecent exposure in Florida. You had to bring that up. It was 32 like, years ago. Dude. It was 32 years ago. He was jerking off to of age people. And I mean, come on. Have you been to a pride parade in the last five years? The, this story, the least indecent thing that has happened in our culture in a long time. Pride parade. We murdered a guy in prison. Our government murdered a guy in prison who was trafficking young children for a <laughs> And you have to. The guy died. Can you, Can just, you let this guy go? <laughs> let it go, man. We all know what happened, and you know what? We all forgave it and don't care. It wasn't as gross as everything else you freaks in Hollywood are doing these days. The current president, his son, has a laptop with countless <laughs> photos. Of him fucking prostitutes, some definitely underage. <laughs> and not only that, given everything we know now, where we at as uh, where we're at as a culture and as general conspiracy theorists, and you know, the way everything has played out, it almost makes me think this dude was exposed or caught, quote unquote, quote for what he did because he didn't play ball. Maybe he didn't diddle the kids, and so they oh, messed no, up the I guy's just, career. Yes. Psycho, dude. I'm thinking the same fucking thing, dude. What happened? They fucking gave him some tranquilizer, and then he woke up in a movie theater with his hand on his dick. And he's like, what's going on? You know, yes. and there's cameras all around. Yes, man. Dude. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. Up. Yes. That's now that I Pee-wee, see. Pee Wee, I'm on your fucking bro. Yeah, dude. I'm Team Pee Wee, no doubt, dude. I'm I, yeah, I'm telling you right now, when I listened to this clip, I was I was actually enraged, and I was like, dude, come on. Give the guy you, some you, respect. You and Michael get a pass. <laughs> yeah, I think Michael also, I think uh, the messed up stuff with Michael Jackson happened because he was most obviously raped as a child by the people in power over yeah. him. And then his whole life was just com complete control by the government, man. It it's so messed up what happened to Jackson. <laughs> but what I, you know. <laughs> I'm starting to think too, like, no guy would go on national television and admit that he sleeps with kids and doesn't fuck them. Just weird I think he actually didn't fuck them. He was probably just being honest, you know? <laughs> weird stuff around Michael Jackson. And again, when the, st the fact that they snuck this in here, all I could think about is like, you know, Tony Bennett just died. You guys didn't want to bring up any of the, uh, salacious Tony Bennett stories. The dude's from the fucking 30s, man. He probably raped a hundred chicks in that time frame. Nobody wants to talk about it? No, no, no. We're going to talk about how he's the singer of a lifetime and had a beautiful voice. Okay, you can't do the same thing with Pee-wee? Like, give the guy the some guy credit. 30 years ago. What did he do outside of that one incident? Millions of people grew up watching him. And again, I can't get over the fact that Hollywood now, with what we understand, the way it is, man, it's a sick, gross, twisted place. Did you see that fucking Elements movie? No, I did not see the Elements movie. Yeah, nobody no. did. Yeah. Disney spent millions of dollars on this movie where it was like these element characters. These characters were like the elements. Yeah, I'm familiar know? with so it. Had, I like, saw the commercials, but kind yeah. of not really. It didn't really. make any money because they had fucking like tranny elements and shit there. For it's for kids. Wow. Wow. So that's okay, but we're going to bring up this guy was was just being an adult jerk. You know what I mean? Plus, it sounds terrible nowadays, but in 1991, you had to jerk off in the movie theater. I know. <laughs> you didn't have the computer with the internet at home. It's honestly the truth. And also on top of it, again, quite lame, quite tame of a, uh, you know, controversial story nowadays compared to everything else that we've seen with these celebrities. Are you ready for the <laughs> controversy? Sorry, you said it. You said it. No, I, I actually said it uh, hoping for a little... Uh, Little action Cause, there. Because I'm going to give you my controversial view. I give him a pass, man. Let it go. It's 30 years ago. The guy didn't. The, you, know, you know how I know he was a good man? 
You didn't catch him for anything before that. You got nothing to say about him after that. Exactly. And uh, so the clip cl- goes through all his acts that he did after Pee Wee and the incident and all this stuff, but they omit one of his best roles, which was the weed dealer in Blow. Holy shit, that is him! He's the coke guy! It's his f- most fantastic role. It, it's better than Pee Wee. It's like his He's best the one role. that turns on him and goes yes. directly to the fucking. Yes. With, the, with the fucking guy! Absolutely, yeah! But none of the. He's, new- he's the fucking. Uh, yes. the magical The magical connect yeah. in California. <laughs> yeah, dude, but uh. nobody talks about or brings it up because he's the fuck. He's the weed coke guy. It's so funny to be like. Fuck hey. me running 180. <laughs> <laughs> They go through all his roles, but I saw nothing and nobody mentioning his role in Blow, which, in my opinion, after Pee Wee, that's his most memorable gig. Like, that was awesome. I, I think he made the movie, actually. You know? And yeah, Blow, he was the by gay the way, hairdresser, nobody right? gives Blow any love these days. That was a major hit. Great movie, dude. Great Again, movie. it came out in a bad year. Great movie, dude. Well, either yeah. way, uh... Came out 2001. Oh, yeah, well, we all know why. Oh, okay. Well, oh. we all got... <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks, never forget, right? But, uh, I'm just gonna say this right now. Um... I had to compete with, uh, Zoolander.